You are listening to a Nerd Room podcast production. We the Nerd. Bunch of nerds. Everyone and welcome to Nerd. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, DC, and beyond. This episode number three hundred eighty-four. We're discussing Super Bowl trailer hype, Deadpool three, and Daredevil born again. I'm on your host, Tim, and I'm Ian. Ian, yep. do not worry. The Japanese government has got us covered. There was a story that is at the top of this podcast. Before we even get in to our introductions here. My wife read me a story that said (laughs) (laughs) that she said that the actual embassy of Japan for the United States Mm -hmm. put this out for Super Bowl that's happening this weekend. It's relevant. It all ties together with the trailer talk we're going to have that no one should worry because the concert that Taylor Swift is putting on this Mm -hmm. weekend in Japan, she's going to have enough time to do that and then fly back to the United States to be present for this weekend's Super Bowl. That was a thing that my wife read me that the government of Japan felt it was necessary to communicate to the world and specifically those that are attending and watching the Super Bowl. That's how we connect things up in the podcast. Look at you. <laughs> Look at this. This is all relevant, right? I'm only Man, kidding, I'm glad guys. You, told me I, you, you had me worried. I was worried about that. That's, that's been on my mind for, for weeks. So yeah, now I can I can relax. You, you, you're, the government there's got it handled, brother. So not to worry. We have a nice linkage into our actual topics for this week. We're talking about Super Bowl trailer hype. This is one of the most exciting trailer weekends of the year coming up here. We're going to be discussing what's happening, what's dropping, what is rumored to be coming right at us through the Super Bowl frame of reference. I remember one of my most fondest memories of this time of year was seeing the first Avengers trailer at a friend's house. I don't watch football. I went specifically to his house because he had a projector. I told everyone to shut up when the Avengers trailer came on. It was an unfinished trailer, unfinished cut of what was happening, but it was just so amazing. And ever since then, I've loved watching trailers on Super Bowl Sunday. So we're going to be talking about what we're thinking is going to drop here. We're also going to dive a little bit deeper into Deadpool 3. That may be one of the trailers that we're going to see this weekend, but there's also some kind of cool reveals done by my personal hero, Kevin Feige, this past weekend. And also, Daredevil Born Again. So this is the new Daredevil series being produced underneath the production banner of Marvel Studios. They're back filming, and there's some cool set leak photos, so no big spoilers, but we are going to talk a little bit about that. But before we get into any of that, I have one more thing to declare on this podcast, something that caught my attention this weekend mm-hmm. and something I'm going to really put a nerd room declaration on top of. For all our listeners out there that are wrestling fans, we are a We Want Cody supporting podcast. Just want to put that into the universe. Those who get it, get it. Those who don't, don't. But that was trending all over. T- <laughs> was trending all over Twitter this weekend. It's a a wrestling thing for WrestleMania coming up here. I just want to put that out there for all those wrestling fans that are listeners of the Nerd Room podcast. I hear you. I feel you. I see you. Anyways, probably the most random and most tangential Nerd Room podcast starting of all time. 
we're actually going to get into it <laughs> with <laughs> with what we normally do. Ian, man, how are you this evening? I'm a bit wound up, I think, for this recording. Yeah, man. Like, it's good to uh, to hear your energy, man. Like, a lot of that stuff is, is new to me. I had no idea what the... <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you shared something with me earlier that we can't talk about on the podcast that was in your Twitter space that was taking up all your your time oh, yeah. and well, energy. I think, I think a lot of people are going to learn about that as they uh, <laughs> open Twitter today. Um, a nice treat from Drake. Uh, <laughs> but we won't go into, into that one. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to hear that. Because, yeah, t- Swift, I forgot Swift, Swifties, uh, Swift, Taylor Swift's coming here. Swifties, what's Swifties? Swifty are people who like Taylor Swift, is that right? Yes. I know yeah, nothing. They're, they're the fan, the fan base. Yeah. I actually teach a lot of university students. They absolutely love the Taylor Swift. So a lot of them are going to see her. So it's uh that's interesting to to hear. Um but yeah, as for me, all good. Yeah, I'm I'm healed after a week of old man ailments and uh you know, caught the flu. I spent a lot of time in bed curled up in a in a ball and uh yeah i'm all good now man i'm i'm back to my my regular health and excited to talk about some things a lot of this is, is quite new to me and you know i've been watching a few shows over the past week having a bit of fun i recommend mr and mrs smith to anybody who's is it listening good? on a few of hey, i really man, i really give, really give me a give me a 30 second rundown here recommend it to me make me want to watch this because i saw your tweet and i'm interested yeah, a lot of people don't like it, don't like the idea, the concept, because they think it's not like the movie, and it isn't like the movie. It's not the same kind of concept. It's two very realistic people and two very likable people, and they've got really good chemistry on screen, and they're kind of thrown into this relationship. And the whole idea is more focused on the relationship, and it's kind of like a marriage. You know, it's like shows them going through stages of a marriage and questioning whether things are, are right or wrong and then being in love with each other, but also finding flaws within each other's personality. And it's just so happens that the side part of it is the fact that they have to go out and kill people. And it's such a really cool, unique concept. And there's a lot of famous people in it. There's a lot of cameos that pop up throughout the show. Um, and how it concludes is, is just hands down one of the best finales I've seen in oh, a while. Nice. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's a good one. I recommend it a lot to, to married couples because I do think it kind of shows a very realistic portrayal of uh, of a marriage. Um, I also recommend it to anybody who kind of likes these two actors because they're absolutely fantastic on screen and it's a, it's a really entertaining show. It's, it's a lot more realistic. It's nothing like the Mr. and Smith, uh, Mrs. Smith you get with Brad Pitt and, and Jolie, but it's still a, a very... Um, unique take on that kind of idea and cool. much better deeper version of it so yeah i definitely recommend it i think that's donald glover who's he who's he star opposite against i forgot her name um she's a a japanese i think she's japanese american i think okay. uh i forgot her name but yeah she's great she's i mean she's been in some other kind of rom com stuff in the past she's a really talented uh, actress and she's actually okay. fantastic in, in this show yeah yeah that and that's on amazon prime correct so all of us have access to it, <laughs> and and yeah, and it's it's all there. They, they dropped the whole the whole season. Um, That's cool. So everyone can watch it. It might yeah. be something I get into. My wife and I have been kind of dipping our toes into different shows recently, and just had nothing's really stuck. We've been super busy, and then I got the stomach flu here over the last couple of days, and just been a kind of a weird end. But I kind of like this. This might be something we dig into this evening after uh, after we record here. Okay, I like that. I love that. Let's um let's jump into it, man. Let's jump into the, to Super Bowl. So so this weekend Super Bowl, big football, 
everyone knows about it, of course. 100 million people tune into to Super Bowl every single year. So it's happening on February 11th. And we've got the Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers. Okay, I don't really follow football, but by the time it gets to this point in the year, I'm, I'm kind of invested a little bit in it. And I think the world is much more invested in this because of the connection between Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. But anyways, with 100 million people watching the Super Bowl, that always leads to major advertising spots. This has traditionally always been where we get a big launch of film trailers and specifically comic book movie trailers from the likes of Disney and Universal and Warner Brothers, all spending a pile of cash to get the most amount of eyeballs onto their product that will likely be dropping in the coming months and into the summer. And this year is absolutely no different than that. This year, actually, we're going to get quite a few big trailers that we talked a lot about in our box office fantasy draft. So it's really going to start building hype for some of those picks inside of that. Now, it isn't the cheapest thing in the world to buy advertising. If you and I want to advertise this podcast on Super Bowl Sunday, it would cost us a cool $7 million for about a one or two minute spot. $7 million. That's that's a lot of cheddar cheese. That's crazy, yeah. To promote something. But, again, it does seem to work. There's going to be a lot of people talking about this. And placement's a big thing inside of the Super Bowl and not getting buried by other trailers. So I always like to watch how and where the trailers fall because there's inevitably one trailer that will dominate the conversation and some that get lost into the the background of it all. And it looks like Disney's actually going to have quite a large showing this this weekend with Inside Out 2, we've gotten kind of a very, very brief teaser. But we really don't know any of the other feelings that we're going to see. And so there's going to be a first trailer for that. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which we've already seen some stuff from, is going to be dropping potentially another trailer. That comes out in just in, I think it's May or is it March that that comes out in? Maybe May. And so we're going to get something from there as well as Deadpool 3. This is probably my most anticipated film of the year. And my most anticipated trailer drop of this Super Bowl season. Now, we're going to talk about Deadpool in just a minute here. But that one is sitting there at the top of the list. But we're also going to get Wicked, The Fall Guy, Kung Fu Panda 4, and Twisters. So that's a pretty broad spectrum of films going from inside out all the way through to Twisters. Now, Twisters, although not one of my most anticipated movies. I'm actually really looking at this trailer to be one of the really cool standouts because mm-hmm. I've no clue what this really is, how they're going to follow up with it. And we're also going to get a quiet place. Three is it day one and yeah. the Bob Marley biopic and if as well. So there's like almost 10 trailers are potentially going to see over the course of that weekend. Now some will drop before some will drop during some will drop after all trying to pick up the right time and right hype. But of all those trailers, Ian, which one are you kind of most hyped about to talk about next week? Man, that's, that's a good list. Is that an official list? That is, I would say, all but confirmed list. These are... Okay, this, wow. I, I nice. yanked this off of, I think, The Hollywood Reporter. So I would say, for sure, Deadpool, Inside Out 2. Um, and it does look like you know Kung Fu Panda, Fall Guy... Maybe even Wicked and Twisters are kind of there. Paramount, and I think these are 
because of where the Super Bowl's airing, so the Bob Marley biopic, Quiet Place, mm-hmm. they're kind of locked in because there's some relationship there between where it's airing and Paramount. And so I'd say this is pretty pretty close. There's nothing from pretty WB, close, yeah. apparently. Nothing from Sony yeah. dropping. That, nothing yeah. from Netflix or Amazon this year. So it's going to be really dominated by Disney, Paramount, and Universal. Yeah. Yeah, for, for me, like, of course, Deadpool... Um... Again, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. But Deadpool three is definitely the one I think everyone's going to be talking about. We're going to get some reveals in that trailer, oh, um, yes. some things that we probably haven't seen, and that's just going to generate so much discussion Huge. Uh, before it comes <laughs> out. So you know, I don't think there's anything that's going to top that. Um, and the fact that I think you know a lot of the, the stuff that's been coming out of that in terms of leaks, I don't know if it's been intentional, but they haven't has been hiding it as as well as they could have. It's and been I think that's, relatively contained, right? Like it's been contained, it's, like into this. That's I think that's the thing with Deadpool, like the 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 leaks. It seems to all take place in this one location. That's all we yeah. kind of really and see. We don't know anything and, about yeah. what's going on elsewhere. Yeah. Um. But the fact that we have seen these suits in leaks and stuff, some of these suits, I do think that they probably will throw some of that into into oh, the trailer, 100%. so we'll get to see you know a production value, like it's it's all done up and cgi'd and and photoshopped or whatever and it's gonna look great man like for all of the posters and stuff that are gonna come out and and of course the the trailer so yeah for me deadpool 3 is is definitely the the biggie for me and i think yeah i'm totally with you twisters man like Mm -hmm. just the fact that the (laughs) the people that are in it you know we got um glenn powell he's got to be yes um and i think anthony ramos is gonna be in it i really like him as well uh, someone said to me the other day that Corin sweats in it. I didn't know that. Like, I don't really. know if if that's true. Um, but yeah, I just want to see. I want to see what that looks like because, as we've talked about it before, you know, we're two people who, who kind of grew up with that and had that in uh, in our lives when we were younger. And it was a big movie for me when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's it's been a long time, and it's going to be a really fun thing to to revisit. So I can't wait to see what it looks like. Just those twisters and the excitement of that in. Today's day and age CGI yes. is gonna look fantastic. It's gonna look so realistic. Um, so yeah, and I think a lot of the other stuff is stuff that there's stuff like the Planet in the Apes. I don't know what they could show to excite me. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see it, it but it's yeah. kind of they're just gonna be showing it. And and then Inside Out Two is just something that I'm just can't wait to watch. But mm-hmm. they've already given us so much already. Uh, yeah. that... I haven't really seen much on it. I've only ever seen, I think, the teaser where they kind of. Well, yeah, anxiety. but I mean, we know we know that there's other characters in yeah. it. I guess we haven't seen all of the extra characters. Apparently, there's loads. Well, I so think I, it, we'll it, like to... I, I think in the teaser it kind of rhymes a whole bunch off, but you don't get to see what see they them. look like. Yeah. Or there's probably a list out there who they're voiced by, but yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we've the the interesting part about it is we've got young young ladies that are moving in towards that space maybe not quite there yet in our household yeah. but getting kind of a little bit closer to that so it's gonna i think be quite related i think that's here. where that's where it all hit with with us for sure because i think that's where it hit with me with the first movie you know it was a, the the um daughter in it I, I had a daughter and she was younger than the daughter that was in it mm. at the time um but like, you could relate to those things and seeing her growing up and yes. seeing her changing and becoming older and and you know we're we're going through that now, and we're going to have that with this new one where you're going mm. to have her as a as a teenager possibly or, or so on. So I think it's it's going to be very relatable for for us. Um, yeah. 
And I think it's for a lot of people. I think that's the great thing with that concept. It's that idea of you having to deal with all these emotions. And it's it does it in a very clever way. It does really yes. the, the writing with the first the first movie was fantastic. So I really hope they they continue that with the second. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's gonna yeah, be a good one. I'm looking forward to that. And the just to hit on Twisters, did I tell on this, I can't remember if I, we talked about this in the podcast, my Twister story, my 1996 Twister story. So I saw the movie. I think I've told this, but I saw yeah. the movie. It terrified me like to no end. I was like 11 years old. And every mm-hmm. time there was a thunderstorm for like two years after that, I thought it was going to be a tornado. And I was like petrified, like hiding in my basement <laughs> under the stairs, petrified of thunderstorms. Like it was, you know, really bad. Like I remember this specific time of, like the first That's time actually funny. being like really scared of something and completely because my parents let me watch that movie and I probably should. Dude, I think I saw like Child's Play when I was like six or seven or something. So like, I think I was, by the time I was 11, tornadoes were nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was, my parents, actually they were, other than like letting me watch Jurassic Park and you know, all that kind of stuff when I was, I don't know, seven, eight, this, this just felt real to me. And that yeah. goes to like how good at that time the CGI was, like outside of the the cow and all that. But it re- it felt really real to me. And mm-hmm. because where I grew up, we used to have like really bad thunderstorms, and the threat of tornado was always kind of there, but not really. We had a couple yeah. small ones that touched down, and so that like I knew that dinosaurs weren't going to come and eat me off a toilet or anything like that. But I was not certain that I wasn't going to get caught in the middle of a twister my house is gonna fly away and you know <laughs> i was gonna i was completely opposite man i remember when i watched that i don't remember i was so i would have been like you know a couple of years a year so older a couple of years older than you and i i, I remember wanting to be a storm chaser that was like i just changed <laughs> my dream it's like that's it that's it that's my, what i want to do i want to chase tornadoes for the rest of my life and be a storm chaser <laughs> i think i remember just wanting to have like toys but there was like no twisted toys it's like how can you have a twisted action figure it's good that's it's a, that's interesting it's funny that we had the complete opposite reaction to that where i went and hid and you were like yeah this feels like a thing i want to do for the rest of my life <laughs> so that's I, like that 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 experience i'm over it i'm not afraid of thunderstorms or anything like that anymore but i this this one like i said is i'm interested to see where where they take it all and mm. Yeah, man. Let's let's talk about Deadpool here, because so Deadpool clearly is the most anticipated. It fits right into the space that that we we know and love here in the nerd room. And given that this is an MCU take, a Marvel Studios take on Deadpool, his transition from the Fox universe into some inevitable MCU amalgam or the six one six proper MCU universe, we've talked about this in the past. Kind of what we want from it, what we think it could deliver. And this trailer is going to be our first look inside of that. It's going to be just stuffed with cameos, in my opinion. But the fundamental building blocks of the movie is, of course, Deadpool and Hugh Jackman's returning Wolverine. And this past weekend at the Saturn Awards, my personal hero, Kevin Feige, the man that constructed the MCU, built it up as the president from the age of 33 to what it is today, Maybe not the same as it was a couple years ago, but nonetheless, he has inspired me in so many different ways, including I've I've made an objective in my life to be known as the guy that wears a hat everywhere. 
two reasons for that. One, I don't like doing my hair. Two, I'm balding. So I don't like showing the top <laughs> of my head off. <laughs> so I said to myself, in any new venture, anywhere I go, if I can get away with wearing a hat, I'm going to be wearing a hat. I'm going to be the dude with the backwards black hat on. Because my man Kevin Feige, this is going somewhere. Trust me, guys. My man Kevin Feige doesn't go very many places. Even if he's wearing a full tux, that guy's got a, a hat on. And he's usually wearing a hat from the latest Marvel Studios production. And this past weekend at the Saturn Awards, the 2024 Saturn Awards, where I do believe he accepted the best film for or best action film or something for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, he was wearing a Deadpool 3 hat. And it had a brand new logo on it. And that logo had half of Deadpool's face. And then mm -hmm. it had half of Wolverine's head, face, whatever you want to call it, in, of course, his traditional 90s yellow costume with the flared out wing or eyeball thing, whatever you want to call it. Thus confirming, of course, yeah, we're getting that yellow suit. We knew that to begin with. But on the back of that hat, there was writing. And a lot of people have been trying to decipher what it actually means. But I think, and this is maybe tiny spoiler, but not really, that Deadpool 3 isn't actually going to be called Deadpool 3. It's potentially going to be called Deadpool and Wolverine or Deadpool wow. with the subtitle. So you couldn't really read what was on the back of his hat very well, mm -hmm. but very, very subtle thing that he's done to kind of, again, start to build the hype, the discussion around Deadpool 3 or Deadpool and Wolverine. Do you think this movie needs a title like that, like Deadpool and the Wolverine? Personally, I really dig it as to what it, potentially could be we know that they've pitched this as a full-on deadpool and wolverine film buddy cop whatever you want to call it that it's not just a glorified cameo by hugh jackman like he is in the yellow suit it's in some version of the fox universe and these guys get to interact in a much better space than they did in the original what was it wolverine origins movie the last time we actually saw these two guys interact in a meaningful way yeah uh wow yeah that's a lot. I love that. that's 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 quite new to me like i saw the logo i had no idea that was that he he had that on his, his hat and i didn't know about the, the title either well the um, title's just a rumor right now like it was yeah, like blurred I mean, yeah. pictures and stuff like that so i think what is that something we could see in the trailer like essentially like at the end different new and different title yeah i don't know how i feel about it that's that's an interesting one because at this, at one point, like one side, I do really love the idea of Wolverine, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine playing such a massive part in it, uh, and not just being like a small time cameo, and that's pretty much guaranteed. Um, but making it his and and Deadpool's movie, Wolverine and, and Deadpool's movie, I don't know how I feel about that. That's it's interesting because I love Hugh Jackman and I love Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, but he's done it for so long, and part of me does feel like we do need to to change things up a little bit, maybe get a new Wolverine in. Um, I can't wait to see this version of Wolverine, but it'd be interesting if that's going to, if he's going to be, you know, as much of a focus as, as Deadpool in it, uh, is this going to be something that we'll get to continue? And is, is Hugh Jackman going to be in other movies think so. going forward? <laughs> um, and if that's, that's the case, like, give it to me. I mean, I, lo I do love Wolverine. And of course we do have old man Logan. We we've, we've seen that. So, I mean, um, he can he can continue for as long as, as long as he likes, and he looks great. He he still looks great. I've seen him training for for the movie. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's it's. 
I don't I don't know if it's necessary. I think it could still be called Deadpool three or Deadpool in a title, not have Wolverine in the title. Uh, I don't think you need to put Wolverine in the title to sell this movie because I think everybody knows that Wolverine is in it, and I do think it should be a Deadpool focused movie. Um, but I do like the idea of Wolverine playing a bit a bigger mm. part in in it. Um, and it'd be interesting to see how that goes because it might be them going through different multiverses or time periods and meeting different versions of themselves. And it might mean that we will get other versions of Deadpool, but we will also get other versions of Wolverine, uh, which yeah. which would be pretty cool because, you know, who knows? That could be an introduction to a multiversal Wolverine that we'll see, see in future movies. And we're starting to hear a lot of things. Like, I, did you see, was it Josh Brolin said recently that he's heard mm-hmm. now that, that Thanos could be coming back in some form and again working towards you know secret wars that's, that's something that we could have another chance of seeing different versions of these characters so yeah it's it's exciting i don't know if it's necessary i don't know if they needed to do that to the logo it could be just the case of that these suits have been leaked now and it's just another way for them to promote the movie and make it a big such a big thing just get a few extra eyes on this thing um but yeah like either way, I'm gonna go and rush to see this movie. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's, it's gonna change my level of excitement, but I think it's. It, I think it's. It's an interesting. It's an interesting approach. Yeah, I think it's a needle mover for the GA. If I'm being honest with yeah, you, yeah, that's I think a good it point. Yeah, would make it maybe not for us. We know it's coming. We have a good idea potentially what this could be. We could also be completely wrong, but I think for the general audience, seeing Wolverine. And you gotta you gotta remember, like this isn't a nostalgia period. Going back to two thousand when Hugh Jackman's Wolverine made his debut in X Men, I think it was two thousand. Maybe was it earlier? But it it, it's that we're twenty five years later, give or take. And a lot of people are gonna look at this and say, like, that's my Wolverine. I I'd like to like nostalgia didn't play super well last year with Keaton and a few others, Indiana Jones. But I think the a title change or a tweak could make people say this looks interesting to me and of course ryan reynolds is you know is up there among some of the best promoters when it well, comes like, to, to engaging for me audiences. though i talking in general and i think that's a it's a good point i do think you'll get the attention of a few extra people but to be honest i do now think in this day an age like to the point where a lot of the younger audiences are getting involved in in these movies I do think Ryan Reynolds is the bigger selling point than Hugh Jackman now. Oh, uh, I think so, to, yeah, yeah. You know, I think to, to a lot of us older guys, like Hugh Jackman is, we want to see him as Wolverine. But, I, you know, Ryan Reynolds is someone who's kind of crossing generations quite a lot. Like, you know, he's very popular with older audiences. We've seen him since Two Guys and a Girl and, and Van yeah. Wilder. And yet now younger audiences love him. He doesn't seem to have aged, you know. He seems to be able to connect with with all, all kinds of audiences um and he's someone who's constantly trending with with everything he does like i st- mm. i watched that first season of his welcome to Wrexham show and it's absolutely fantastic like how emotional yeah. that that thing is and how great that is so he's he's the big that's what i mean in the way that i think he's the big selling point i don't think it's so necessary to say look look come and see this because hugh jackman's in it because i think it's already it's already there and we've talked about other people who could could turn up in this movie, and I think some of those people 
would probably be a bigger selling point than than Hugh Jackman, especially a, a certain blonde female. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we talked about earlier in the in, in the podcast. Yeah. It in every dry. single conversation, and yeah. and she's in my dreams recently for some yeah. reason. I think it's just, I don't know what's going on. She's, yeah, uh, you're she's you're you've been you've been wandering around the dream multiverse there a little bit. She's, uh, <laughs> she's she's a real life brainiac. Yeah, <laughs> she's getting in, she's in, in her head, in man. Yeah, she's in there. She's in there. Well, let's stick with this MCU thread here. And I want to talk about Daredevil Born Again. Now, this is a show that we we talked a little bit about when we did our most anticipated. We didn't really know and don't really know where the production this is at. We do know that it is shooting, but we have no idea if this is leading towards a release in 2024. There's been a lot of discussion around rewrites. Them, It was supposed to be 15 episodes or something crazy like that, and I think it shrunk yeah. way back down to a regular series that will be debuting on Disney Plus at some point in the next year or two. And... There are they are like I said back filming and shooting and with that always comes set leaks. So I'm gonna put a spoiler tag on this one. I'm not gonna talk about anything crazy, nothing to do with the plot, but there is a couple characters that will be returning to the or I guess jumping into the MCU universe, returning to their roles inside of the Netflix Daredevil universe, which has now been jumped over and put inside of the MCU because you know. Well, let's go. Let's go. Actually, go back to that to to Daredevil, Charlie Cox. One, like, how cool is it that he is is in the MCU? I've loved his portrayal of Matt Murdock and Daredevil, but he was in No Way Home. He was in She Hulk. In he was in the yellow outfit then, right? Yeah, in She Hulk. Red and yellow. He was in Echo, and boarding it. Like he's going. He's running up on his fourth different franchise or franchise inside of the mcu appearance here with daredevil born again we've got foggy nelson coming back mm-hmm. we've got bullseye so wilson bethel uh who yep. played bullseye in the what was it the last season of season three i think season three of daredevil yeah. so they're bringing back a lot of pretty cool characters we've seen wilson fisk quite a few times across echo and hawkeye and where else was he is that it yeah i think that was it so far yeah and then he'll, of course, I think be in Daredevil Born Again as well. But, man, like, let's... Daredevil Born Again. Just the idea that this is happening inside of the universe. And there's... When you start to run stuff like that down with Wilson Fisk and, and Charlie Cox and, and all that, this character has been all over the MCU. More so than, like, Sam Wilson's Captain America. <laughs> like, he's made yeah. more appearances across these movies in the last couple of years than some of the mainstay mcu characters that we spent a ton of time with in the pre-endgame era yeah i i guess for him like i mean he's popped up here and there he hasn't really had as much screen no. time like he's you know he's jumped in in and out uh and i guess that's just you know marvel listening to to the audiences because everybody loves that that first the, the, the netflix show um the fact that they're going with stuff stuff that's a little bit more r-rated i think mm-hmm. has is a bit of an influence of of daredevil uh, just seeing people how they, you know, kind of are liking that kind of approach to things, even with things like the boys and stuff. Um, but yeah, Charlie Cox, like, I, I mean, he's again, he's another actor who's very likable, you know, just seeing mm. him in interviews and stuff and how he interacts with fans. He's, you know, he's he seems very modest and a little, like kind of down to earth and really fun and friendly. And, you know, he seems to care about this this character. And as as a daredevil, I can't think of anyone who 
who could do a better job after seeing those those three seasons of the Netflix show. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's a it definitely a, a great idea. Uh, it's just whether they do it right. You yes. know, we've we've seen Echo, and it gets you a little bit worried. Like mm. you know, I was posted on Twitter that I thought Echo was the idea of Echo was more of a transition between that Netflix show to uh, Born Again. You know, going from something that's RG uh, uh, R rated to the I don't know the, the crazy American rating systems you have, like the 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 level down from R rating. It'd be um, like PG thirteen. That's really like one yeah, F word. It's, like, it's not allowed really to show like blood and guts, but yeah, you can show it's like kind fighting. of like a transition. I think Echo was kind of showing us what the level the level would be, so it's not mm-hmm. such a big of a shocker when it's not as bad as as Daredevil. Uh, and then, then you get then you get a little bit concerned. But I think you know, with those set leaks showing those people coming back, um, you know, Karen Page and Foggy Nelson and and Matt Murdock, their dynamic was one of the best parts of the Daredevil show. Mm-hmm. And just the scenes of them together, and even their separate stories and how they interact with each other, I think that's very important to bring back. The fact that they're now kind of going back and saying how those Netflix shows are now canon within the MCU yeah. uh, means that we have to have those people because you can't, you can't, I mean, you can't yeah. leave them out. It's, they're as, as important as Daredevil a lot of the time in the stories that, that were told in that those three seasons. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's definitely a, a good move. And I, I think season three, like I've I actually started to do a rewatch. I started it a few weeks ago. I haven't really got. I was that far literally into thinking it. that today was like I should probably rewatch at least Daredevil yeah. and Punisher. Well, do, do you, the funny thing for me was it was been so long. My brain must not be working. I'm getting old, man. Because I put on that first season, I was watching it, and Rosario Dawson popped up, and I was shocked. Ahsoka. <laughs> And the first thing my wife was, my wife said, he's, are oh, your girlfriend's in it? I'm like, what? <laughs> is my, has my wife been like searching my, my looking at my internet history? Uh, but yeah, just the fact that they're getting those people back is is, is great. Uh, even even Bullseye. I think this, the third season ended, I, I can't remember exactly, but wasn't he having surgery to get the adamantium spine? Oh yeah, I something like that. I don't know if they would have used was, the word adamantium at that point. Yeah, in time. but it was the but the 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 surgeon who was doing it was the guy who did it to Wolverine, the Japanese guy, the surgeon. Uh, I don't remember. So that. I think that was the idea that it was, you know, going going to the uh, back to the comics and stuff, and then that could make that connection with Wolverine. So that's another thing that could be possible. It could be that you know, there's us bringing us talking about Wolverine, uh, getting more attention could have some relation to the Daredevil as well. Well, and there's also rumors that one of the MacGuffins in, was it, what's the Captain America movie called? Brave and the Bold? No. <laughs> so Brave New World. Brave New World. Yeah. <laughs> Adamantium is going to play a role in that, and that's connected up to the Eternals, like the Celestial that came out. That, that, that's... Oh, okay that has something to do with adamantium and that's all going to connect around and potentially into everything that we're talking about maybe daredevil and deadpool with wolverine and the x-men okay. and everything yeah. i heard all rumors about of... that a long time ago with the mining of that uh yeah i don't know if it's stuck around because i think they've changed yeah. that story quite a bit 
and by the sounds of it, they've changed maybe Daredevil Born Again quite a bit. But yeah, I think it's it's worth a rewatch. I just looked in the Timelines book, and they don't reference Daredevil until She-Hulk, really. Yeah. No Way Home, She-Hulk, and all that. So they haven't retconned it in there. But I, if you go back, I remember watching the Daredevil series and getting super excited because there's always that, is it, is it not? They all make they make reference to the events of New York, like almost every... Like I find the events in New York is very much like the Yavin of the MCU. Like every, yeah, everything, true. the frame of reference is always off of that. And yeah. in those Daredevil shows and maybe even into like Jessica Jones and all that, they do make reference to that event the same way mm. they did in Hawkeye and the same way they've done in almost everything. And so it's easy to tie that stuff in. And because it's relatively inconsequential from a global scale or an Avenger scale or anything like that, I'd say they just make it canon. Like, I don't think there's anything that conflicts other than maybe what's their, the defenders. I don't really remember where all that kind of goes. And cause that went kind of a bit uh, mythical. Yeah. Um, but all the daredevil stuff I would say is pretty much canon, which is, and you know, some people don't care about that stuff. I do. I love it. But I, I'm just, I'm actually quite excited about this. They also on the set leaks, they had his a new suit. Like they're always going to have new I suits. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's quite a bit brighter than it's the red, all the, red, right? There's, yeah, there's no very black. red. Yeah. I think there's like black accents, but there's not a lot of black in it. Um, okay. but it looks very, very bright, like very like comic bright that you do see in some iterations where like the shows, it was a bit more like maroon and toned down. Yeah. And this is like a very much. So, you know, Marvel studios is already throwing the yellow at us. We're gonna get this like much brighter red one, which will be kind of cool to see. And, and bullseyes in his costume as well. And so if you want to see what he looks like, just Google bullseye in the comics. I saw, some, a bit, I saw like an image of some costume. Someone was like, in, it looked like some white or white kind of tracksuit with some black stripes on it. Was that bullseye? I, the I only one I saw was like a was. super blurry version. They're saying that that's, that was bullseye. Okay. So um, he'll be in some form of a costume. So it's, it's good to see that they're progressing on this. I've heard, like I said, lots of conjecture around where it's at, how it's doing, that they've gone back and rewrote and rethought a lot of this stuff. And again, you have to remember when they started doing this stuff, very much like Echo and very much like some of the other shows that we've seen that maybe aren't up to the standard and quality that we are used to inside of the MPU or we're used to inside of the MCU. But that that was all happening in that, that era where they were just pumping out as much as they could for Disney plus and hopefully the breaks were breaks were pumped on this prior to it getting too far along that you ended up with something that wasn't as well put together as potentially it could have been, especially considering what is preceding this character and what they're picking up from in the Netflix developed universe, or at least piece of that story. So that's, is this this post echo? Is it post echo? I I, don't know when it's set. I would say so. I'm not okay. certain about that, but I'd say it's post Echo and post Hawkeye, post She-Hulk and all that stuff. Okay. So I'd yeah, because the Echo Echo kind of ended with with Kingpin considering becoming the mayor, right? And I think yeah. that was which is like a huge story. consistent storyline in the comic books too. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's where they're gonna go with like some of the set leaks. I've seen like a video with um, Charlie Cox and uh, Diona Frio, like. 
together just playing around i think mm-hmm. they're like kicking each other just as and they're just in their regular suits and stuff just messing about so yeah i guess that's the the whole thing it might be a case of kingpin kind of toning taking a bit of a step back and i think it, probably you don't want to like overplay all that but i'm assuming there's going to be some background story with wilson fisk becoming mayor and that can bleed out to other series or or movies so um i think vincent d'offrio is very much committed to continuing to play that character which is which is pretty cool like i think having that big presence is is uh is pretty awesome so jp jurassic park let's go on to our last topic for this week you know we we're not going to go too deep into this because we spent quite a bit of time talking about it last week and look at that the nerd room well-timed because as we talked last week about the rumors that there was an impending Jurassic World continuation, soft relaunch, new era of the Jurassic series kicking off that was very well developed from a story perspective. This week, they announced a date, July 2nd, 2025. So next July, year and a half away until we get our next Jurassic World piece of the puzzle or iteration. There is rumors that David Leach, he directed Bullet Train, John Wick, Fast and the Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, he's directing Fall Guy as well, mm-hmm. that he's kind of in contention to be the director of this. So you can hear our thoughts last week of what we're kind of hoping and looking for and some of our hesitation on this coming so very soon after not a conclusive ending, but definitely a definitive end to the era that we grew up with from 93 all the way up to 2019 with those characters and with the dinosaurs and all that. But, you know, I guess 19, was it 2019 that Dominion happened? I think so. Was that before Did the I, pandemic? That was just, you know, you know how I feel about those movies. <laughs> Don't <ask me> dates. <laughs> 2022. Shoot. I was like way off 2022. Okay. So that just happened. So that was, post pandemic so that was like last 22 wow that was what was the it other seemed one longer ago than that yeah maybe fallen kingdom was in 18 so i was wrong in all accounts on that but 2022 so like just three years out that is that's very quick very very quick mm. but it's there and you know what i i will say in i think there's a lot of excitement in the dress community but think like us there's a little bit of hesitation around it coming so soon after after dominion you know between we mentioned this last week too between jurassic park 3 which is in 2001 and 2015's jurassic world like there's there's like 15 years there of of absence and now we're gonna be getting right back to jurassic i think and not to repeat the whole conversation from last week it just got to be different right script yeah right director and something very different to explore inside the Jurassic universe. But July 2nd, 2025, I'm going to be there. Are you going to be yeah. there? <laughs> I'll be there. I mean, we've got a lot of time to see trailers and castings and stuff. Like I did yeah. read that the none of their cast from any of the other movies are coming yeah. back, or at least with the Jurassic World movies. Um, but yeah, like it'd be interesting to see how it goes. It, I, I, I don't know if it's going to hit that date. Like they they don't have a director, they don't have any cat. They haven't cast anybody that we it's know of. Very soon for a CGI heavy. Is film. it? 
is it fully are they implying that it's completely written i think so As that seems been, to be the script has been yeah, yeah so the guy that wrote jurassic park one and two he's got the full script oh, apparently it's quite well developed like it's a very ambitious date like it is yeah jurassic and strange are usually comes... june but that they usually come out like early june so well, june it... would actually be better for them because superman legacy is meant to come out mid-july yeah um so it would be probably better for them to get in there early uh, I don't know if they're too worried same. about Superman. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But yeah, that's that's two huge, huge yeah. franchise is two huge franchise movies coming out that summer. So that's that's a biggie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, it'd be it'd be interesting. I hope they. I mean, I hope we hear we start to hear a lot more. If if that's the case, they're clearly looking for people to star in this movie. Um, maybe you or I. I would happily be eaten by a velociraptor <laughs> or a T Rex. I'd. I yeah. definitely, definitely do that. Terrify my children. Kind of cool to to be eaten sitting on the toilet by a T Rex. Be great. What a, what you'd a great live, thing to you'd say. Live on forever, forever. <laughs> so there it is, man. JP coming back. We got Deadpool coming up here this weekend. As far as a trailer, some exciting trailers. Daredevil: Born Again. It's we're firing all cylinders. Like we said last week, we're finally getting out of this really slow period and we're getting into some big stuff because we've got some movies coming up here and they're not too distant future dune 2 is we're on the doorstep i still have to watch dune 1 so that we can talk about dune 1 and dune 2 <laughs> i actually watched dune 1 last night again and oh, man that movie that movie dude well just, so just the... i'll make a commitment here i'll watch it and we'll talk about it the week before dune 2 comes out Okay, that's a good. That's a good idea. Because this, that's that's as we said, we said before the show. That's my. I guess that's my most anticipated man. Like I, and hearing the hype. Have you heard what Nolan's been saying? Like no. Nolan's been saying, it's like Empire Strikes Back. He said, it is "Come like, on." He, that's what he said. Christopher is there Nolan. Three parts to it, or is he saying? No. Well, there's two. There's two. But now, uh, Villeneuve, Denis Villeneuve, is saying that he's considering making the third part, which is Do Messiah. It's a separate story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's connected, of course, but it's a different. Maybe the the main uh, protagonist is in is the same, mm-hmm. uh, is is different. Sorry. Um, so he's considering it. He said he's he doesn't know if he can do it. He might do something a little different first, just for his own sanity. Yeah. But there is that chance of him, him returning to it. But it does sound like it is still quite contained in these two movies. It does have a conclusion, I guess. Uh, to, well, that's to the thing degree. that you gotta you gotta watch comparing it to Empire because my whole first thing it goes to not only a phenomenal movie but also the way it ends. Like Empire's that that is usually reserved for saying it ends a particular way. Yeah, well, me having a little bit of knowledge of of the books, the the second like the the actual Dune story doesn't really have such a conclusive ending. Okay. Um, so so I don't expect stand. I don't expect it to end with you going, oh well, that's the end of the story, and he's the the chosen one, because that's just not how how the mo- the book goes. Um, Interesting. But yeah, um, I mean, like, he's been saying that, that I... people say they they said it's. I mean, people are saying it's this the the new Dark Knight, uh, Empire Strikes Back. That's, these are the things that people have been saying, man. So those are some early... heavyweight films. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. They're the two. They're the two biggies, right? They're the uh, ones that everybody wants to do. They want to make those sequel movies to hit those two. Can you beat a Dark Knight? Can you beat an Empire Strikes Back? 
Don't know, man. Anticipation. Not, not looking not looking good for us for those uh, box office drafts, man. Hey, you can have a really good movie <laughs> that nobody sees as well. <laughs> Dude, you've got you've got like the four biggest actors in Hollywood at the moment in this movie. Who's in it? So Zendaya. You got Florence Chalamet. Florence Chalamet. Pugh. You've got Zendaya, and uh, uh, what's his name? Butler, the Elvis. Oh, no, he's in it too. Holy shit! <laughs> he's like one of the, he's the main one of the main baddies. He, him, and Timothy go up against each other. So it's they were on Jimmy Kimmel live, and it was a really great interview. I don't usually watch those, but it was a great interview. You can watch it on YouTube and cool man. Just seeing them two, in, them four interact with one another, like really get got me hyped for this movie. And that's I mean, yeah. Here we go. I don't know. Here we go, man. All right. Well, the hype train. <laughs> It's leaving the station for so many things. Guys, we're going to be back next week talking trailers, talking about what we saw. Did we get to see everything here? Did, did, did Deadpool actually? Is it Deadpool the Wolverine? Well, I guess we'll find out here in a couple of days. But, guys, it's it's always great having everyone come back here and give us a listen. Enjoy just an hour of downtime escaping into the world of nerd, and we appreciate you guys coming back here every single week. And you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. You know we haven't asked in a long, long time? is our listeners our friends everyone out there if you would just do us the favor of go to itunes spotify wherever and just just give us a a rating five star whatever five star preferably and throw comments in there whatever you want do you do you like ian just let us know (laughs) yeah that's that's a good that's a good point i've been on the show no one's really told me so to find a replacement i could no i'm not finding a replacement um that's not happening so leave Do only I need to positive a canadian things. accent <laughs> i think it provides a, a level of refinement that we just never had before with the uh the british accent and then get uh and you know we get to connect things up in a, in a big major way so anyways with all that if you guys would like to go do that, we'd appreciate it. And if not, just come back here and listen every week and have some fun with us. That's all. That's, that's the main thing. So with all of that being said, for The Nerd Room, I'm Tim. And I'm Ian. And thank you so much for entering The Nerd Room.